Hello, welcome to a- another Cage Club Revisited podcast. Uh, still don't know what the order we're putting these out in. This is just me and Mike. Uh, this is... Hello. We're doing Seeking Justice. Sure, why not? Part of the Nolens, uh series of Cage films. And uh, this came out before, right before Trespass. I want to say it's 2010, 2011, 2010. Yeah, 2009? 2010. Was, I don't think it hit theaters either. I think it was video on demand territory. It's like right after Drive Angry. No, I think if I recall, we still haven't started the movie yet. So don't start. Don't hit play. If yeah, I recall, yeah. uh, this was in theaters barely because okay. I think we were excited that we were entering the video on demand era. Yes, and it wasn't. I don't oh, remember. Right. I don't it, was like the, it was like the faux VOD yes. phase. Right, we were almost there. All right, we're going to start the movie. We're watching the, the standard DVD right now, so if you yep. have a DVD, it's probably the same thing if it's on Netflix or whatever, so... And that's okay. Everything's good there? Yep, we're good, I think. So, three, right. two, one, let's get this party okay. started. The important thing to know is that Chapter 3 on the disc is called Seeking Justice, so I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's the first time they say it in the movie? Don't know. Possibly. I mean, that's when the titular line is spoken. This movie came out in 2011, right before Trespass. Okay. So we're slowly going backwards. So the last one we did was Trespass. Endgame Entertainment. Yep. This is a movie with Johnny Ray Jones. If you need to shut that light, you can just, you know, Ooh. do whatever you need to The first three we recorded at my apartment. Now we're recording at Mike's oh, house. Yeah. So at, uh, it's a whole new environment. We're at the Cage Club Studios sister location, I guess. I'm going to turn the volume up a little bit. I don't recall a lot of this. Like, for instance, this opening recording... I don't remember a lot of this movie. This is a movie... I think this may, this might have been the first only Cage Club podcast that we recorded in oh, person. Yes. Right, with Larson. We did it here with Larson, mm-hmm. uh, co-host of the Monkey Club podcast, which I just watched all the movies and listened to all the episodes of. Way late, but I, better than late than ever, and they're available at cageclub.me and facebook.com slash cageclub. Anyway, Mike and I were like, you know, we, we like this movie. This is a surprisingly good yeah. movie. And yeah. Larson was like, you guys are twisted... Nuts. You know, uh, you. I remember that. Like, we unironically liked it. Like, not that it was a good, bad movie or anything. I thought it was a good movie at the time. This might have been around the time when we coined the phrase, phrase uh, Cage Holm Syndrome. Oh, right, right. That, yeah, we were sort of. Because we were watching them so quickly. I mean, we'll, we'll mention that a lot, but we were watching them so fast that you're right. We sort of fell prey to his charms too much, perhaps, and we're just in this groove where anything he did was amazing. What do you call it with Keanu where, like, we're watching it at a normal speed and I'm just hating it more and more as we go on? <laughs> I don't know. That's part of... Maybe that's part of the trick is, like, whoever we do next, we have to keep up a faster pace because it's just... I don't know. It, it's it's more fun or... I don't know. It You absorb it more. Well, we did fast with yeah, Shia was good and stuff. Shia was... Yeah. It right. was... I mean, toward the end, though, it was like, whew. It, Title it, card. Yeah weak title card but there it is no you're right that was we did that at a marathon pace maybe even faster than some cage at, at a point but there was less of it but I forgot Jennifer Carpenter was in this movie we were saying how many things Whoa. we forgot about this movie this is um, a nice parade footage I really yeah. guess that you know considering we saw this movie in I think no we didn't do it January when did we record this January Jones um had to be last man. fall yeah Sometime around November, because you were in town. So I was you were in in town? living in Austin, and yep. you came home. There he is. 
The man of the hour. Uh, maybe it was December, like Christmas time or something. Mm. Thanksgiving. No, it was before that. No, I didn't come home for Thanksgiving. Halloween. I'm just definitely didn't come home for Halloween. It was, it was either October, November. <clears throat> but anyway, we watched it like a couple. year ago. And I like his goatee. I already forgot everybody in this movie except for Gage January Jones. <laughs> because of the toothbrush scene, right? Where she's brushing her teeth. Hey, let's not talk about it. We'll get there. He's looking good there, though. The hair, the goatee, the young wife. As we're recording this, uh, I'm still in mourning over the fact that Nicolas Cage was in Austin at the draft house that I spent so much time at, at a Cage marathon that I would have been to if I still lived in Austin. I mean, he would have I would have sat near the front. I would have been... <laughs> I, I probably could have had my, my picture taken with Cage, talked about him. I definitely would have been wearing my shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been amazing. I'm just in mourning. Oh. You know, the only way to get over it is... Watching a, him dance? Well, I was going to say a five-film Schwarzenegger marathon tomorrow, but... <laughs> Even that's not going to quell my heart. No, it might just distract you, though, a little bit. Look at him with the mask on, dancing, and the, there he is. There's a lot of, like, this is... Oh, Harold Perrineau? Yep. Matrix we just, I just watched Reloaded this morning, yep. I can't wait till these are released and, like, the timeline is so off-base, like, for what what we were talking about and referencing at the time we're recording it. So the oh, time yeah, absolutely. It's released. That's going to be part of the fun of listening back. It's, um... It's, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> All these current events that we're talking about that are... Like, I don't know when... Like, the first one we're going to release on the one-year anniversary, but, like, I don't know when this comes out. Like, I don't know if we're doing... We're not doing one a day, I can tell you that much. It might be one a week. It might be one every two weeks. It might be one a month. I don't know. So, this could be anywhere from, like, mid-August to, like, December. I don't know when you're listening to this. I don't even know if you're listening to this. I'm still waiting. I'm watching the credits trying to remember who directed this. Did he... Did Cage say the... His, uh... <laughs> that was a nice scream. Did you noises. say his... Uh, his New Orleans, New Orleans Who Dat? Yeah, Who Dat? Story by two guys I don't know. All right, we're getting closer. Screenplay by Biff Tannen. By someone else, Robert Tannen. They're in love because it's slow motion. I love that. What? <laughs> hey, it's me behind the mask. Roger Donaldson. Oh, right into some compromising. It's, um... Wow, that was some close... Reveal of January Jones. She almost went there. Is this movie PG thirteen or R? Oh man, I know so little about it. I mean, it's not like we're preparing, you know, like pages of facts and trivia to <laughs> to watch this too or anything. It's not like Weird Al's VHS it's uh, R. UHS ugh, UHF commentary. That is just one of the most like fact filled commentaries. You know, I just read a article this week about uh, the Blair Witch Blu-ray that Adam Wingard and Simon Blair? Barrett. Yeah, okay. they have a commentary on it, and they're apparently it's apparently amazing because they're so like <laughs> self-deprecating about how they made this movie that they thought people were going to love and just people hated, mm. and it wasn't a bomb because it made the money back. It made more than you know what I mean. Like it, I saw it only it cost theaters. five million, um, but they were I've just it's, the it's apparently a great commentary to listen to. So. You know, turn this off, well, turn this movie off, turn this <laughs> off, and go buy the Blair Witch Blu-ray. Well, I think recently clips of Affleck's commentary on Armageddon have surfaced, and I mean, he goes even further. I mean, that is a... He is gold on that as well. But Oh, yeah, he's a teacher in this. Oh, nice, right. He's a teacher in knowing. He's a teacher in this. 
he's a little yeah, he, he he can pull off a professor. I like that. Oh, definitely. He's Professor Cage. This reminds me of I don't know if you saw him read the Telltale Heart. Was it, I did yeah. not. No. I'm still avoiding that because I would have would have <laughs> sorry to I don't, I don't know I don't know what I would have done if I I would have freaked out but like You might have passed out. I would have texted you first. I would have been like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I might have been there. Who knows? Like, if you were for serious, still living out there, and we were doing Cage Club, that would. Well, have been what's a weird is that they normally do it the weekend of his birthday, which is the first weekend in yeah. January. Usually, it's like the seventh, and I'm always in Vegas for that. So the first year they did this. This is the fourth year they did it. The first year I did it was the I was still in New Jersey. All right, cool. FUKU. FUKU. Uh, mm-hmm. And I saw it at the Yonkers Draft House. We're seeing the Schwarzenegger marathon tomorrow. I saw the oh, first yeah. one there. That was in 2000. 14. So it was like the January bef- the, of the year that I moved to Austin. And that was at the end of the Dan month. Barrett over here playing the uh, ch- cello. And so the next two years when I was living in Austin, they did it the weekend I, was, I wasn't I was in town. Hmm. And then this year, they did it at the end of the month, so I would have been there. We looked, at the, we looked up the lineup, oh. and it would have been really good to see. He's in on it, right? That's what we learn is that... Um... Everybody's in on it. Oh right, right. It's a big. It's it, there's at least five people. Movie. Right. I told. That's it. That's why I liked it because it right because it was after Snake Eyes and uh, there was like a whole cage spiracy sort of. There's a couple of those, if I recall. <laughs> this also ends in the uh, yeah in the abandoned mall. Okay, it's all sort of flooding back, and she's about to get brutalized. Right. Oh God! Yeah, Not this cool, is you know. I guess like the hungry rabbit jumps. Oh, that's right. That's the <laughs> it's the hungry rabbit. Is it the hungry rabbit? Dude, that is so like. What did what did one snowman say to the other snowman? I don't remember. Is that from this movie? No, that's from Lost. But I'm just saying like. Oh, as what, far, wait, what's the punchline? I smell carrots. Isn't that it? I don't remember. I, that was like a big. Desmond and Locke had that big tit for tat going on when they broke into the hatch, I guess. It's the only joke like that that I have in my brain right now, because it was in the Sopranos episode I watched <laughs> yesterday, is Joey Pants asks Tony Soprano <laughs> and Furio, Joey how many Napolitans does it take to screw in a light bulb? And he's like, I don't know how many. And he says, oh, they don't have electricity down there, they're still working on candles. And Furio laughs. Nice cipher. And Joey Pants is like, you can use that. And they're like, nah, it wouldn't translate. It's like, <laughs> just like, no, it's a terrible joke. Yeah, that's weird about comedy and foreign countries is how little like translates I don't know but dude I mean this is Harold Perrineau's that's I don't know if that's how you pronounce it but that's how I've been pronouncing his name Perrineau okay this is how he distracts Cage on the night that he sets up his wife's rape is she I don't know if she's entirely raped but she's definitely she's sexually assaulted oh she is sexually assaulted I think so Oh yes, yes. That's what causes him to uh, seek justice. I believe is like that yeah. they go the extra mile with her, um, and she again represents just you know. Is aside from like Cher and raising Arizona, I feel like the women in Cage Club just this is where they end up most of the time. No, the well, hospital. not Amber Heard. That's true. No, right? Drive yeah, angry. and that was right before this. And you know, even though the end, Meg Ryan kind of meets, a, meets her doom. She's like, still in the bathtub in that movie, she, and that loses all credibility. Yeah, but she is a brain surgeon or something, or yeah. a heart surgeon. 
you could you told I totally <laughs> you called me on that episode so I was like do you believe Meg Ryan and you're like well now Mike you're sounding just <laughs> just like the people in the movie <laughs> I can't operate him this one's my son the doctor is a woman <laughs> this guy looks familiar too this doctor everybody looks familiar he's doing this maybe this is where this kind of carries over into trespasses sort of his Jimmy Stewart a little bit oh I thought you were going to say that like this is when we're in, we're filming like two or three year, three, two or three movies a year in New Orleans yeah and all of the extras are the same because they're all working on all the same <laughs> movies so the Doctor might be in three cage movies oh okay okay but I remembered uh, Chris mentioning on the trespass Dexter's sister oh okay I gotta get to Dexter because I know no, you don't <laughs> I know Harold here from Oz like that's well, he's He'll also, forever be the guy in the wheelchair for some reason. Well, I haven't seen Oz, but I know him from Lost and also from Matrix. Yeah, Michael from Lost. Walt! Matrix. Oh, man. I didn't... January Jones kind of, like, came out of the gate with Mad Men, if I... As far as I know. Now she's on The Last Man on Earth. Huh. Which is okay. very good. And it's not funny anymore, really. I mean, it's, it's still it, funny, but it's it also into now... like, a real... It's like Dramedy. a, it's like a, she's like clinically depressed and like, it's, how do you deal with Uh-oh. that? That's, it's, yeah. it's heavy. It got real. For, got... for network, <laughs> for network sitcom, like it's, um. Dude, that's so funny how his friend's just rubbing it in to push him over the edge. I can't wait till Guy Pierce shows up. Guy Pierce shows up like. He's, he's gonna make him off, he can't be. <laughs> he's living his life in reverse. Like he's. <laughs> Poor garbage can. Uh oh, he's gonna beat up the rest of the bathroom here. Oh, I wish he was mopping it. That was a nice transition, though. Here he comes. Guy Pierce. Bald for some reason. In this movie. Don't believe his lies. What if, like, Cage was tattooed in this movie, like, Memento? Oh, brother. Um, he kind of reminds me of an observer from Fringe. I don't know if you ever watched that. I loved it. Not yet. Those, but, I might... Uh... So, okay, so here's here's my plan. So this year... <laughs> we're talking about everything. At least I'm talking about everything that is in the movie. Yeah, I mean, let's get, you know... So, this year I'm watching for the first time The Sopranos, The Wire, Deadwood, Friday Night Lights, Mad Men. Okay. Which are the kind of the five Whoa. series that people yell at me the most for having not seen. Okay. I think no next year I'm going to watch a lot of like one or two season things like I just haven't done. So, just burn through a lot of stuff quickly. Then the year after that, I'm going to do like five more big ones that I haven't seen. I think that's hmm. going to include Fringe. It's going to include Battlestar Galactica. Wow. It's yeah, going to include... Uh, six feet under. It's oh, gonna, okay. uh, maybe you know a couple more. Yeah, a lot of that stuff I watched when it aired. Deadwood I've watched like three three times in its entirety. It's one of, probably one of my favorite shows. Um, I really enjoyed that uh, first season of Wayward Pines. I never watched the second season. Season two is good. Season one is oh, better, yeah, but season it. two is good. I've been watching Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> like uh, season two of Twelve Monkeys. It's awesome. Love that show. The Expanse just started back up. Anyway, Seeking Justice is Why going on Why did we like this movie so much? Why did we like this movie? Because is it was a eyeliner? thriller. He might be wearing eyeliner. They're doing a whole thing here where they are complete opposites. Like, Cage has the hair and the goatee, and this 
Guy Pierce is clean shaven and bald and stuff. He's like a blank slate. Makeup, no makeup. It looks like Hitman to me, except minus the barcode on his. Speaking neck. of Deadwood, Timothy Oliphant as Hitman. Yes. Yeah. Also speaking of Deadwood, I'd love to see Cage in a western. I thought of uh, how to work Keanu into a western. Oh yeah. Um, well, he's in. He'd, he'd be a so northern he's in the trapper. Bad Batch, which is okay. kind of sort All of right. western. I haven't. We'll get there, but. Yeah, I mean, he could be, like, uh, you know, from Quebec and be a trapper from the north. Like, they always run into those guys in in westerns and stuff. Um, he wouldn't even have to, like, fake an accent. That's what's great about this, too. That I forget why, but there's, like, the time crunch. Oh, I remember what it is. It's kind of like the box, where it's like, if you do this... You have to. Someone else. You do this. We do this for you. You have to do something for us. And it's like a chain. It's like a chain letter. Like you can't. <laughs> you can't break the cycle. You become part of the conspiracy, right? Like sure, just like yep. an agent. And eventually, you shave your head and approach people in hospitals after setting up. Their Man, that's it's too race. soon. It's just too soon. Like, like I understand. <laughs> that, like he's, he's caught in the moment of grieving, but like, yeah. take a step back, Guy Pierce. I don't because the guy that they want to murder is there. It's the reporter, right? And he found out basically about them. Yeah, so it's it doesn't seem like a time crunch, and it it seems a little weird that there's only kind of one going on at a time, or maybe that's the other thing. They're all they're all going on at the same time. If you want to murder your hu- your wife's assaulter, buy this candy bar. We'll know you. We know what that means. Yeah, Larson didn't like that sequence, if I recall. Too, I was I, like, ah, oh, man. I mean, maybe it's it, kind of it's, heavy. It's, it's, pretty, but it's pretty cool. I, I thought it was all right because he's super paranoid, and and we get that great scene well, that's coming up with him and like the security guard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All this hospital stuff is a little... I understand. It's a little slow. It takes a while to set up, but they don't have a lot of time to do it. Maybe that's why he approaches them so quickly. And the rest of the movie is... Kind of in real time? On the run, right? Isn't it's it real like, time? It's not really in real not time. Not really real time, but it's it's like a lot... He has to get to a lot. Like, a whole, he really... A lot really has to happen. Um, he, he, like, full-on breaks into the newsroom at the newspaper, right? And, yep. like trick some girl that works there to think that he works there. I mean, he... We'll get to it. Does the underpass chase? Oh, yeah. Here we are at the vending machines. There's a hitman wannabe. Is that guy in on it, though? I mean... I do feel like everybody in this movie is in on it. But then, okay, so here's a good question. You're not paranoid if they really have to get you. No, but that's... If everybody's in on it, why hide it in the first place like everybody's in on it what is there to hide why are they tricking him and why in any conspiracy movie like if everybody's in on it like that I mean I understand I think it's it would be really funny simple, if that but... vending machine like spit its dollar back out <laughs> if this got stuck if the, <laughs> if the candy got stuck and he was shaking it yeah why is everybody trying to hide it I don't know maybe because they're playing a game yeah, it's just some kind of sick thrill, right? Because if the security guard is watching him buy candy bars, then I understand that there's nothing happening in this room. 
but it could be to like report back to Guy Pierce. You know, he could be okay. Like he bought the right one, not the. You know, he's on. It's on. He bought more than one, like he should have. <laughs> hey man, I just like chocolate. Yep. Everybody in the South is so friendly. That's what Cage loves about it. He is bringing it in this movie, though. You know, he's pretty on. It looks like he's having a lot of fun, like when he was dancing earlier. And here, he's really, you know, he's got his faces working, right? He was doing the, the crying by the bedside, and now he's doing the wondering what's happening to him. Now, I understand that this was the first, basically, even though we, we, we established that it wasn't, it was basically the first VOD movie that he did. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Larson had seen all of the other movies after this, if he still would have hated this movie. Because this movie well, is so yeah. much better than a lot of the stuff that he's about to do in his career. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like this, I still like this more than Trespass. It's got more going on. I mean, but, you know, I, you're talking to the guy who's new, you know, his most latest guilty pleasure, well, aside like, from Street uh, Night, which I only well, just watched amazing. yesterday, but that is one of the best movies ever, it was uh, Stolen. Like, I <laughs> lost it from beginning to end watching that. I just think that movie's a riot. Joe, too, on Zack Attack just mentioned Stolen for some reason. I was like, what are you? He brought up <laughs> Stolen. I don't remember if that was in the Charlie St. Cloud episode or huh. if that was in the Entourage episode that's coming out as a bonus later this month as we're recording it. Maybe a or cast something member else. or something. But he was just like, what's that episode? Or I might have been talking to that girl that we met, the film club girl, mm-hmm. um, which you don't know about, listener, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, he was talking about that as like a bad movie that he likes, but like I like that movie too. Plus, I just love Malin Ackerman, so like. But that movie, I realize is ridiculous. Like, I find that that's, it's a guilty pleasure. Like, I don't really think it's a good movie. You know, I just think it it works. It's I don't know. What <laughs> we'll get to that. I can't wait for that commentary. I hope we have a guest for it. I don't remember. Let me look that so up. So this guy. So this guy is a. Uh, was in Cage's position. He's like the previous, yes. you know, yeah. The Hungry Rabbit jumped for him a while ago. Yeah. So what's the thing? They just kill a bunch. Of, like, are they killing bad people? Well, they're. I think we're the, gonna find out. The organization started that way that they're killing low lives and pushers and pornographers and you know real eight millimeter territory. Um, and now it's just whoever they want dead, like reporters, you know, because they're on to them and um, ex-wives maybe. Right, knows, right, right, or, right, right, know, right, right. Cousins who owe them money. It's just like Brotherhood of Justice. Like, oh, yeah, man, like that girl, like that guy, like looked at my girlfriend. Oh, I tried to get the uh, subtitles on in time to see the hungry. You did. You did. Barely. It was perfect. I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but... We definitely should have subtitles on the first three things we did. <laughs> nice reaction. Although I guess really this is only like the second movie that we've done, because we did mm-hmm. Best of Times, which the, the YouTube rip didn't have subtitles, and then the, the, the documentary didn't need subtitles the, on that, because yeah. it just been like Kevin Smith being like, beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and uh, Trespass. Which we should have had subtitles on for. That's a. That's got to be a tough. Oh, she looks busted. That's not nice. 
No, well, like, she's got that big black eye and stuff. It's good. That's a compliment to the filmmaking, I felt, the makeup and stuff. Man, she really got assaulted. That's kind of good bed acting. I mean, you don't really have much to go on. This movie's not bad. I mean, it's not good, but it's not bad. It gets, a, like, parts like this get melodramatic, but it's the only, these are the only parts. Later it's it gets fine. real... No, I'm saying it it creates sort of this false sense of, like, slowness, because I really feel like later it turns into a different type of movie, where he's, like, really running around a lot and chasing things, and it's, like, he's getting shot at and jumping off of bridges. It pulls kind of a switcheroo on you. You're like, oh, is he just going to be taking care of her the rest of the film, or what's going to go on? But don't they do a massive time jump pretty soon? Well, she's not beat up for long. And that's a thing that happened a lot. Here we go. A little montage. I think I remember being really sad that you have, like, this beautiful woman in your movie, and then, like, you just dress mm-hmm. her up in, like, ugly makeup because she got assaulted. Also, like, rape in movies is the easiest, cheapest, lamest way to, like... yeah engender feelings and emotions. Well, I remember not thinking there was much original in the end here going on, but I did just kind of like the way it came together. I don't know what I was thinking. Here we go. We just dipped to black for a really long time. Coming soon, Nicolas Cage in The Runner. Runner, runner. Six months later... The Runner, terrible movie. I just looked it up. Zach, oh, Zach yes. is coming on Stolen. So Zach, I think, was on the podcast okay, for Stolen. Cool. I think he liked that movie so much that he wants to do the... Oh, nice. Yeah, The Runner, I was thinking about watching Deepwater Horizon. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, they're both New Orleans movies. Or at least, you know, Gulf of Mexico. Well, yeah, and they're also just like about... It's like the BP spill. Also that thing, yeah. <laughs> There, see, she's totally, you know, it only took six months, and she's more beautiful than ever. She wants it now. She wants to arm herself. She has to have asked for a gun before this. Like it's not just like six months later. She's like all of a sudden like, all right, I'm ready for a gun. I wish we had a little more of like a montage to see her like in therapy, maybe group or like going to the, you know, physical therapist or something. It's fine, but... I'm going to get, like, two or three of those. Oh, poo on you. (laughs) Oh, this is awesome. Okay, so this is where he gets called away. I love scenes like this in movies. Oh, right, yes. um, Before we get into it, hold on, I want to make sure mm -hmm. you point out billiards, very big thematic element. I'm glad you stopped me. Yeah, absolutely. And turning out to be pretty prevalent in Keanu Club. Yes, very much so. Okay, so yeah, he gets cool called away. films, I mean, especially like, yeah. Um, no, I just live in movies where, like, this guy is just kind of out and then sees someone he knows and, like, the situation, like, he has to hide the whole thing from whoever he's with. Like, it'd be his date or his partner or whoever. And, <laughs> like, like well, this like moment in, right here. Well, I love, like, you've seen Mr. Right, right? With Sam Rockwell? Yeah, yeah. Like, that whole scene mm-hmm. where they're on the date, yeah, and he goes outside and has to kill the guy? Yeah. And he comes back, and he's just like, yeah, I just had to kill a guy. And she's right, like, oh, right. like, ha, 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 you're, you're so funny. That's, like, the ultimate, right, that, I feel like that's the satirical version of 
what I'm, of the moment because I mean it's not an original moment or anything. It just it always works for me though, no matter what movie I feel. But here they put they put him on like um, a, a scavenger hunt. <laughs> Why? Just to be covert and like that vendor, secretive. that that convenience store clerk, that bodega guy is definitely in on it, right? <laughs> Every well, everyone's. Oh, there's the same bald guy from the hospital. I didn't notice that the first time. Oh, from the waiting room, right? Yeah. It would be great if the security guard was driving. Keep in mind, she's still at the pool table by herself. Yes. <laughs> Six months after getting assaulted and raped by just, a stranger, she's alone in public. Just leaves her at for that bar. Minutes. It's been movie time. Probably five minutes. You know, to go across the street, buy some gum. Why didn't Guy Pierce just show up at the bar like he should have, like like in a better movie, and make it? It would be more tense for me, the viewer. Well, yeah, I mean, like, and you have like, Cage go to the bar and he's there. Yeah, and Cage is like, "Oh, like my wife's here." Yeah, and he's like, "We have to talk," and then they just go to the bathroom or something. Or yeah, and the wife comes over and introduces herself, and Cage is like, "Oh, honey, honey, like we gotta go." We gotta and go. they knew each other. Like, there's ways... Like, that's... <laughs> they kind of ruined... <laughs> and she totally buys it. This is not the same character oh, who wanted you know the gun. Maybe she's ago. packing. Maybe Think, that's why well, she's... definitely got the she's pepper spray. Like, yeah, maybe she has the pepper spray, so maybe she's feeling like, oh, don't I'm okay being left alone. Oh, I wish we saw him play that bass in this movie. But there's like a mandolin. I think I saw. I'm not joking. There was a small guitar. Well, we know that Stanley Goodspeed's a Beatle maniac. But Captain Corelli. Maybe I know that. Yeah. But I was just thinking the mm-hmm. bass led yeah. me to Beatle maniac, and then Captain Corelli's mandolin. It's a terrible oh. car. I was just thinking you cannot really. It's not like you can tell this is the 50s by the cars. Like, you, what year is this? by the cars you cannot it doesn't matter Santa Claus North Pole right, here he is out and about oh this is all part of the conspiracy too that like he's in all these places where things happen yeah he's being framed at the same time oh, or something God. they want it to be everything I think that's why it didn't work or why maybe why Larson didn't like it is because ultimately they can't decide on reason for the conspiracy? We'll find out. I know it had something to do with that damn reporter. There, I think that's the guy. And they're like, okay, this guy is like a bad dude, but he's really... A, a he's at the dude. rhinos, blah, 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 blah. You have to go over to the rhino museum or rhino exhibit and like, watch him do things. There we go. Hungry Rabbit, Rabbit Jones. Jumps. If we don't have to watch five Arnold movies tomorrow, this is definitely a movie where you could turn a drinking game into whenever they say that phrase, <laughs> take a shot. Yeah. Although you would, it would it's bad. It, it would be, be annihilated bad. at the end of it. Absolutely. You would be crawling to bed. You could just maybe take like a big swig of beer or something. Windows. Um, Yeah. It's so creepy to be a single guy alone at a zoo, and you're looking for a family, which is just like a single mom 
and two young girls. Like, yeah, there are a few places you could kind of go by your. Like, I feel the movie theater, you're safe, but that's just because you're sitting in the dark. Yeah, here it's woo. And he's clearly eyeing on her, eyeing her, you know, not watching the elephants at all. Oh, and now there's somebody filming her and filming him looking at her. They're setting him up. Because there's no, you know, there's no monetary payment. You pay with your life. You know what also is kind of weird? is this Guy Pierce is like, we could find the guy who did this. Yep. And then gets Cage to, like, take care of it for himself. It's what, So what did Guy Pierce even really... Like, I would assume Guy Pierce would come and be like, I'll kill the guy for you for, like, X amount of dollars or a favor or something like that. But instead, it seems like they're getting him to kill... I don't know. Well, the last guy Thinking killed too his hard. guy. It's always like the next one does the... Le- the, ne- yeah. the the previous one does the next one. It's like a slightly complicated... Because you also have to think that Cage is not the only hungry rabbit jumping right now. Yes, That yes, he's got like a network yes. of like... You're right. You're right. Like it's like a chain letter. So like Guy Pierce did favors for six people, and then those six people are going to do favors <laughs> for six other people... How many people did I meet on the way to St. Ives? It's like a pyramid scheme of doom. Oh. This guy's in on it. Everyone, yep, absolutely. He's like, you take this or they're going to kill my wife. <laughs> At what point, as Cage, do you have to realize, like, oh, everybody I run into is, like, in on things? Like, why are you mm. even having arguments with that guy? See, well, hmm. See, it would have been cool if there was something like he was, he was like, I don't want to, I mean, this might be going too far, but like, if he was somehow like hypnotized, I mean, is it that far-fetched? You see it in like, now you see me where, you know, people touch you in certain places and like say certain things and then later they activate you or something. Well, this is a spoiler for the video game Bioshock, so if you haven't played Bioshock yet and you want to, don't listen to this, but like, they basically hypnotize you in that game not you but like the character that would you kindly is like a trigger word and that like whatever oh, yeah. like would you kindly whatever so like Hungry Rabbit Jumps you could Perfect. be like I'm just whoa yeah you can go all like Winter Soldier or something that's so funny I would have said you know 10 years ago Manchurian Candidate would have been the reference but now it's Winter Soldier for me I don't know what I've seen Guy Pearson recently. Prometheus, under all that makeup and stuff, but he was barely in that movie, but that dude, he seems a little wasted recently. Has he been in Christopher Nolan movies recently, since Memento? I feel like I've seen him in things. It's amazing that he wasn't, like, the Riddler or something. It would have been. His top four in IMDb are Memento, L.A. Confidential, oh, Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah, the Mandarin. Yep, the real Mandarin, and the Hurt Locker. Jumps. Crying out loud. That's like half the script now from now on is the Hungry Rabbit Jumps. Oh, he was in Results. Okay. Did you see Results? I haven't. Results is very good. By at the time of this. Oh, he recording. was in Equals, which is not good. Alright. He oh, was in the Rover, that. which was really good. Did you see the Rover? Yes, I did. Give me back my dog. That's another 
right. He was in Lockout, which took I my cat and my dog. Lock, what he was in? Lockout, which is like Escape from New York. Oh yes. Space. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So aside from the world, you know, talk about bad CGI. That motorcycle chase in the opening when they when he's like, I don't know. It's really bad, but I do like that movie. In Lockout. Yeah, like the way they catch him. Oh, I don't remember. Okay, so like in the very opening, it's like this extremely horrible CGI biker bike chase where like he's being he's evading the cops and everything. Anyway, there was like a, some lawsuit in France against the director, and it was apparently they ruled that he plagiarized Escape from New York. Oh boy, <laughs> what well, is? Yeah, but I mean, oh, it also sounds for me because he was in Lawless. Oh, okay, yeah, Shia, we watched that for Shia. Okay, cool. Hey, he's just, you know, he disappears in his roles, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> oh, someone slashed his tire. And he's in other stuff that I haven't seen. Here he goes. This is the overpass thing. It's the first attempt at taking this guy out. Spoiler alert, does not happen. Otherwise, this movie would be 45 minutes long. Bus driver's so in on it. Is this bus from Speed? <laughs> Yeah, could be. No, wrong state. <laughs> Where's Alan Ruck? Oh man, that would be funny if he was just like, was "I love man." In cage? The traffic from the airport was terrible, but I can't wait to uh, go to Mardi Gras. That'd be so funny, just like. <laughs> hey, the graveyard where Cage has his. Uh... Tomb pre bought that he will rest in peace in. Hey, you're in on it. <laughs> Look at all these Dutch angles for no reason. Well, because oh, everything's yeah, I, twisted. It is, yep. I don't remember them from last time, but subtle. <laughs> Every time there's something. Maybe that's it. Every time there's something in the conspiracy, it's a Dutch angle. Oh, we gotta keep out. Uh, keep watching from now on. Which would mean, in that Aging theory, glasses. this entire classroom is not in on it. No, I think the kids are not in on it. They have their own things going not on. Not yet. No. Nope. All their moms and dads are in on it. Possibly. They're old enough. I mean, these kids definitely can tell something's up with Teach. This classroom reminded me of the classroom in Snowpiercer, with Allison Pill as the teacher. Rumble, rumble, rattle, oh. rattle, we will never die. It uh, reminded me of the class in Donnie Darko, because it's like a private school, and it kind of looked had like the tears. And... I haven't seen Donnie Darko in forever. Me neither. But... And all Chris Mattiello does, host of Now and Again, go listen to Now and Again. I'm going to slowly plug all of our podcasts. <laughs> I love how show. he's just like screaming in front of school, I am not a killer, yeah. to some stranger in front of a school bus. <laughs> I mean, he's a teacher, like, whatever. But Get the hell out of my life. All Chris Manilo does is talk about how bad Donnie Darko is, so... Mm. Well, yeah, how it didn't hold up for him, right? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a good... What about S. Darko? Ten years. Never watched it. Don't have any probably desire. Good. I mean, probably good <laughs> not to watch it. Not probably good. Oh, yeah. a good movie. I know that uh, he came out and said he actually wants to make a proper sequel at some point. But who knows what Killing Hall's up to? It'd be funny if there was, like, a multiverse of them. I still want to do Gyllenhaal's Anonymous for a podcast just because I love the mm-hmm. name. I don't really have any interest in like seeing all their movies. <laughs> Prince of Persia, I'm looking at you. Or like uh, Brothers, where he 
he um, his brother is um, Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, and he they think he's dead in Iraq or at war, and so he marries or gets with his brother's wife, but hmm. then his brother shows up alive. Oh, here's the, here we go. This is the version I like, where he like shows up at dinner. Oh my god! Oh, I I can write this movie. You know what I hate about movies when I guess the next line. <laughs> Who shows up at dinner and is like, "Yeah, that guy just got murdered. Enjoy your meal." Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Does he ever say Simon Says in this movie? That's the whole thing. It is, right? I don't remember that, though. I forgot that until I... I forgot his name was Simon. But yeah, that's the whole thing. Wait. This guy... Why does she not think he is the weirdest person she's ever because met? Because he's a handsome man who looks like Guy Pierce and says he's he, friends with Cage. But he... Okay, so Guy Pierce is handsome in real life, but he doesn't look good in this movie. He looks like a weirdo with, like, he's wearing... He looks like... They look like something be, like Black Ops agents or something. I don't know. Like someone either in the CIA or Navy SEALs. Like somewhere in the middle there. Well, you know. Because they're like, they seem military, but yet, I don't care. But yet relatable. <laughs> there. I'm just going to mention murder. Sit down at your table. I'm surprised they don't have like four or five leave. locks on their door. They just have the one lock. Because she was so insistent on, like, yeah. did you lock the door? Like, add a couple more locks. Add a chain lock. Oh, well, maybe she's... Maybe they rent. Well, maybe. <gasps> Uh-oh. Why do we even have doors, man? I mean... What? Oh, more important question. <laughs> why do two adults with no kids have those magnetic <laughs> letters on their refrigerator? That is an excellent point, because uh, the director wanted it. Wanted that moment. Oh man, what an insult to injury. Are they trying? There's no one even a mention of like trying to have kids or a kid anywhere or anything. Oh, well, he is a school teacher, so like that's a stretch because his students aren't in kindergarten or anything. Also, he's not hanging out with the students in their in <laughs> their apartment. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's like, why is he acting so weird? He's been acting weird for days and days and days. What is going on? He's been acting weird for six months. <laughs> I gotta go call my waited... sister. So, okay, wait. That's another thing. They waited six months after he bought the two candy bars to contact him, to activate him? I think what happened, and this is me I guessing, totally skipped over is he that. bought the candy bars and that sealed the deal for the previous cage. Hmm. That that was like, okay, we're going to kill the guy. So here's your mission. Okay. Then they sort of waited on Cage until they had a new thing that they needed to do. Got it. So, like, the candy okay. bars activated him, and he was sort of on deck. So I think whether that was going to be the Finally. next week or Got six it. months or five years later or whatever, it was going to be Cage is ready. He wants, he like, you know, whether he wants to do it or not, like, he you know, he bought the candy bar. Okay. Oh, there cage. we go. That's why it's our. They say fuck a bunch. This guy's in on it. <laughs> Dutch angle. I just, Dutch angle. A little bit. I just roam around underground parking garages 
you know, checking out people's cars. He was the only car in that entire parking lot, too. Yep. Did you know the door was open? Did you know it? She's so spacey. Like, this is not the same woman who's been paranoid. Well, she feels fine now that she has the pepper spray. I guess. I'm telling you. Oh, Just choose again. Again. Hmm. <laughs> that was a great look of him. <laughs> there it is. Brushing her teeth. So when we recorded the podcast episode for this, I said something like, I could watch January Jones brush her teeth forever, because she looks, she's so cute in the scene, yeah. and it's just like a thing that you don't see, like, Cage shaves in, like, 12 movies, but nobody really brushes their teeth in movies, and this is just like, uh, like, she looks cute, and she's, like, doing, like, a thing you never see people do, and I said something, and I was like, we need to edit that out, because I can't <laughs> let that in. There, but, but this, yeah. if you're listening to a 105-minute commentary about a straight-to-DVD movie from 2011... I'm going to air all my dirty laundry about January Jones. (laughs) I have three things to say about that. One, I think it's great because it's a natural moment, and you don't see that a lot in movies. And, you you know, there's really no reason to show that. It's just a nice thing to include Uh that grounds it a bit. Um, Number two, two, there's the scene in Pulp Fiction, I think, of when um, the Bruce Willis segment where... Uh, she gives him oral pleasure and then he wakes up and she's been brushing her teeth all yeah. night from it. And then there's a good scene in Bring It On when... I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh, Bring It On is great. Um, where Kirsten Dunst, Spider-Man again, is sleeping over uh, Elijah Dusku's house for the first time and is kind of into her hot brother and they're brushing their teeth in the bathroom at the same time they kind of have like a toothbrush brushing contest. Oh, that's, no. that seems weird. I mean, I just watched Clueless for the first time, and, like, the fact that she gets her her stepbrother is still weird uh, to me. My brother married his stepsister. They're not related by blood. It's just when my mom got remarried, her husband had kids, and my brother and one of them happened to get married. We're, think... we're, we're getting personal here. <laughs> that was way more personal than me thinking that January Jones brushing her teeth is cute. That's a whole other level... Sure. <laughs> it's clueless. It's clueless. As if. I'm sure it doesn't happen as sporadically as you're Here we go. The underpass, overpass, underpass. Underpass. This is under the highway. But it's got the over thing too. It's under the overpass. The bridge sequence. So this is the reporter. Yep. He just throws a bike. Man, if I was driving a car... Okay, a couple things here. If I was driving a car and a bicycle fell from the heavens and hit the front of my car, I would never drive again. Secondly, they threw a bike off onto a crowded road... They cut back to them fighting. They cut back to the highway. Traffic has not stopped. Nope. So there's just a bike laying in the middle of the road, and it's like it's not there. No. Yeah. I think that might... Oh, you're, you're, you're muted. Oh, okay. Don't know what you've been saying the last two minutes. Two, Uh-oh. Two minutes. 
all, all your dirty laundry's not here. Oh, well, it might be. We'll see what got what got through. You might have to check that. But uh, that happens, folks. That's what happens on commentaries. You accidentally hit the mute button. But yeah, uh, that that's kind of crazy. I mean, that might be a little. Uh, that might be because of like the special effects or the choreography or something like that. But it is kind of strange. I mean. It's one of the least strange things going on in this movie. <laughs> He's at school watching oh, the color guard rehearsal, the band. Wait, that so that guy died from that fall? He got he fell off a bridge onto a truck and like yeah. Is this the F-U-K-U guy? It is. Oh. Oh. Oh, he struck a student. Well, he just got called a gay slur. True. This was 2011? Yeah. Three weeks. Now he'd be fired. ACLU would be on him. No, well, no, no, no. We'll see. Maybe. I don't know. That seemed like a pretty... That seemed like a private school, though. That's not... Look at that classroom. That's not a private school. Okay. But the kids were in uniform, it seemed. What do I know? I went to public school. Hmm. Oh, my God. So that's her necklace from the night... And it went missing, and Guy Pierce gave it to him as proof or something. I've been I've been kind of following this. I've been trying. The assaulter took that off her, and he got it back, and she there found it. Yeah, that was the proof that like they did it. The job was done. I think even if cabs go away in real life, which they won't, they'll never leave movies because like it's it makes more sense <laughs> to get in a cab yep. than like oh like let me just fire up an Uber like they you know yeah. if you're in a movie like yeah. Nerve or another millennial movie sure like you can have people be like oh like let's get an Uber or whatever right. but like in a movie I've like this, this yeah. like when you're basically selling to an audience that doesn't use Uber cabs a big part of stolen yeah very much so uh, I agree with that yeah Dutch uh, angles Dutch angles. Not just a low angle, but that was a Dutch angle as a sort of twisted. I feel like something's really got to permeate the uh, like like society to stick to make it into movies. Um, I don't know. I feel like they've given up. Um, like in, in the '90s, a lot it felt like they threw everything into films because it was new and flashy and stuff. And so you can go back and be like, "Well, that doesn't exist. That does, that didn't last long." Like they, they referenced something that just you know never made it uh, I feel like you get a lot less of that these days you get a lot more product placement and, and things like Sony films and stuff like that but um, I feel like since like Google and stuff nothing has really sort of hit what a man. there's the footage Cage is not good at hiding the fact that he just murdered a man in semi-cold blood accidentally. So this is, this is funny, this interrogation scene, he's being interrogated, but then he'll be on the other end in uh, 
Portico in New Orleans. Another in the New Orleans anthology. Some good interrogation scenes in that. And also kind of in the frozen ground a little bit. A little bit. Alaska, New Orleans. <laughs> ho row. <laughs> That's all I remember from it. Ho stro? Ho row. Ho, wasn't it ho row or something like that? Ho row made more sense. I think it's ho stro because I think this didn't make sense. Now it's just like, I don't know what this means. Hmm. He's so baffled. Like, how could this happen? Well, you mess with the devil. You mess with the devil, you're going to get burned. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. Like, don't don't accept favors. Don't buy candy bars well, from Guy Pierce. I mean, they're in on it, so they're just giving him sort of like the runaround, right? Like, I, they're just... Oh, right. Aren't they about to say like the Hungry Rabbit jumps? Or, <laughs> do they say it to him or does he say it to them? I think it comes out and it's like, they're it's like, like oh, Fight or... Club. It's like the magic word, you know? It's oh, sorry, Mr. Durden. Exactly. It's like, it's under control. You know, wink, wink. <laughs> Don't have the soup today. I would suggest the lady does not order the soup. <laughs> Marla. Um, man, they're just going to leave him in there with the computer. I just want to watch Fight Club now. He could be a hacker. I haven't oh, been fucked like that since the third grade. <laughs> they just mentioned married, no kids. Okay, so... I feel like that's a drop thread somewhere in a previous draft, or there's something going on, like maybe they were trying for kids and then she got assaulted and she got kind of, you know, turned off because, you know... Or, or maybe like in a darker be- universe, like, he, like, messed up her... Like, right. Because of the assault. I don't know if that can happen. Maybe it can. Yeah, it can, that, like, I yeah, you know, I don't the- know. Like, any kind of, right, massive trauma to that area can do damage. This guy, this guy is in on it. This is the hungry mm-hmm. rabbit jumps guy that lets him okay, go. Okay, yep. But yeah, I think that would have worked a little more... Maybe they had a dead kid. That'd be, I mean, something, because there needs to be something more for the... Amount of for the letters for the magnetic letters on the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, that too. I'm just really something like if she or maybe if she was, you know, they found out she was pregnant. A okay. hungry rabbit. What jumps? My hungry favorite rabbit color jumps. is. It's twenty questions, Mister. <laughs> Purple. <laughs> yes, Cage's favorite color. He's like, I can't fucking believe this. I mean, is this really? So, he's going through lots of stages right now. And, like, right now, does he think, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think what he's thinking. He's got to be thinking that Guy Pierce is above the law, just like Steven Seagal. Because it's like the cops... Even the cops, you know? Like, I'm going to get away with Like, he owns the cops. Yeah. Or at least... So does Cage think he can actually get away with it? Or does he... He still wants to expose them. He's like, why are they letting me go? They know that I'm not cool with this. Like, now I feel like, okay, it's... It's a new game. Can you get to your wife before we do? Or something... 
we know you know you messed up. <laughs> We're thinking so much harder than the people who made it. Well, this. also at the same time, like if you are innocent, are you gonna run away? I mean, I guess it makes. I guess you look guilty, but like you are innocent. Yeah, but he's. It's all the cop. It's the. This reminds me of Next, by the way, where he's just walking blatantly, walking through a cop station, and no one's watching him. Oh, man, maybe I'll like it more next time, but next, next time. Uh, but that movie pissed me off. Oh God. Like it had cool moments. I'll give it that. I like the premise, but I just feel like they screwed it over. I'm surprised that cop didn't just throw him the keys to a cop car and be like, "Hungry Rabbit jumps." Zach also picked next. I think Zach was, was he Zach liked that. On? Yeah, yeah. I liked that. I like next. Next was the movie that my dad was watching when it was like first on cable. I think. Okay. And I was like, "Oh, Nicholas Cage is a bad actor. I don't want to watch this." Blah blah blah. And now I'm like, "Oh, I, <laughs> you know." Now we all know what I feel about him. I wish she was having an affair. I wish somebody was doing one or just a little more. Was I wish just there was just a little more this time around going on with January Jones? Yeah. Or well, I also want to know them. why you know Jennifer Carpenter, aka Dexter's sister, is still barely in this movie. Really, really, she just walked out of that scene, right? Where could she have come in? I mean, she's probably in on it. Obviously, she's in on it. But how is she in on it? I want to really know. That's a payphone. <laughs> that's one thing. So aside from the fact that, like, Sopranos has a lot of, like, pop music drops. Like, they had Britney Spears playing, like, in a taco place or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this does not age well. They have so much reliance upon payphones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like the mafia's secret weapon. <laughs> like I payphones. just watched the episode where... I mean, or the, I think the first episode of season three, um, the FBI sneaks into his basement and like installs the wire in that oh, mm-hmm. lamp. And I was just in the episode where Meadow takes a lamp to college and I left so hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> the FBI agent has to go back to his boss and just like... The wire's been neutralized. He's like, what are you... What? He broke into school to look this guy up, the reporter that died, that he killed. Well, it was self-defense, kind of. He was trying to warn the guy, and he got a bike thrown at him. In cage of defense, he said, I want to talk, and then the guy threw a bike at him. Like, But in this guy's defense, he knew he was being followed by a secret society of weirdos, maniacs, psychos. Who don't have a choice to do anything but murder. You know what I mean? Like, if he knows who these people are, he knows that, like, he's gonna be killed, so. (laughs) It's great how he just happens to be there on the night that they're vandalizing the school.
Well, clearly no. He <laughs> say what, Mister G? That's hilarious. No, I saw you. you. It's like, why? Wait, that's the. Like, that's not how it should work. Like, you never saw us, I never saw you. It's like, no, I'm the guy you're scared of. Like, I saw you, but you didn't see me. No, because, like, if if he says, I saw these kids vandalized in school, they could be like, yeah, well, he was there, he wasn't No, I mean, either. obviously he's not going to go and report them, but I just mean to keep scaring them and to keep, the, you know, just to be like. No, it's the like guy a, I scratch. I think it's fine. This movie I think has many too flaws. Cool. That's not a flaw for him, this movie. <laughs> He's being too cool to the guy he punched in the face and that came back to school on the same night he broke in to vandalize the place. That's just proof that Edwin's in on the conspiracy. <clears throat> I don't know. I think the kids are innocents and that's why they don't have one is because it would be wrapped up in the conspiracy. Dun, dun, dun. Now where is he? Oh, okay. Heard the rehearsal spot. Maybe Dexter's sister will show back up. She's back at the oh. ball, I think, maybe. That's something about uh, Cage is that he didn't have a lot of relatives in his films. You know, yes. Trapped in Paradise, he has the two brothers. Oh, this brothers. was his first sister or something. Wasn't that like, wasn't that like a big deal? Like, we're like, this <laughs> he, is his... And she's on the phone, and then he has a sister in knowing that we only see at the very end. And she dies. And she dies <laughs> in dies. a solar flare. Which is kind of great. I feel like we're not going to because I don't remember what we talked about. But I feel like at the beginning of each episode, we need to like add a thing like, "Here's the things we completely spoil the shit out of." Like, <laughs> yeah. Bioshock, knowing. Oh right. Uh, well, we don't season know. three of The Sopranos. Like, <laughs> we don't know until after the fact, but I guess we could. Maybe we'll start now. Just make oh. notes of like things that we point out that we spoil. Liner notes. Liner notes. Or just a general spoiler warning up front for everything. Yeah, when we record... Well, I don't know. It's That's impossible, because it's like, hey, don't listen to these if you don't want anything <laughs> spoiled. <laughs> like, we're not going around saying, like, Southern Green is people, they run all along. No, those, those are movies old. are from the 60s. Yeah, we'll I just, can't believe Planet of the Apes is 50 years old. Yeah. And holds up. I mean, it's, you know, the ideas and themes are just as relevant today. I just don't know why everybody on the planet is mad at everybody about everything. Because apes rule the world. I mean, what is there to be happy about? Even the apes are angry. But why are they angry? Because the wrong apes are in charge. Why, why are there so many angry humans in our society? The wrong humans are in charge. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's a madhouse, Joey. A madhouse. Oh, this is his uh, Irish wake here going on oh, at right. the bar. How does he get out of the situation? He like gets in hot water and gets out of hot water, doesn't he? Well, or because no? he first he bumps into cops that aren't in on it, and then doesn't he bump into someone? Man, I remember. I guess we'll find out. On it. Uh, look at him giving the finger. I tis was a a writing laddie, writing for the paper. I 
Someone ID'd him. Oh, this is hilarious, you know, because they're reporters, right? And he's not. That's it. And they could tell, like, what a shitty reporter he's being. <laughs> like, you don't belong here. <laughs> when in doubt, just blurt it out, right? Just. Well, I guess the thinking is. Although maybe not. Like, he says, you know, he, this guy's our new friend as long as he keeps buying. Maybe he's bought them each three or four shots and, like, he feels like they're loosey-goosey enough. Could be, but they look like hard drinkers to me. <laughs> and they're at a wake, technically, so they're, they're loaded. Right. See you. Uh, see you next time. We fill in Nolans. And they are tying one on. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're Irish. Their friend just died. They're not paying for the alcohol. Why would you not drink unlimited alcohol? Yeah, I guess you're right. And two of them are, like, in their 50s or 60s. Like, how much more time do you have, really? But now they're really... Blabber... Blabbing. <laughs> like, blabbing their mouths. It just seems like now they're just like, oh, yeah, he was even about to report it. Like, uh, it was, it's all written up. He keeps it in his desk. And it's like they gave him... They sobered up so quickly. Yeah, and they kind of gave him a whole lot of information and then turned on him. Or, or, or like, knew that he wasn't down, but gave him a bunch of information anyway. I mean, he probably did spend, like, $100 on alcohol for them. So, like, they could give him something. Yeah, I guess Also, so. like, the thing he was, like, asking about, they basically yeah. said, yeah, like, he, you know, he's, he's, he's a loony. He's, he's loony tunes. Cage on the run. These guys are, they're like, screw being discreet. Just get the guy. Just Oh, I remember. This is, like, a cool chase scene. Yeah, this is back on the underpass. Overpass? It's on a different level, I can tell you that much. It's another Cause, oh, car oh, stunt. Because somebody gets, like, run over, don't they? Probably this dude that's chasing him. But, yeah, I remember they were running out in the in the cars before. That's what I thought was going to happen before when they fell over the walkway. Um... I thought it was this part. Well, this reminds me of Birdie when they were getting pigeons under there by the highway. Oh, Birdie. Oh, man. I could totally see Matthew Modine playing the Guy Pierce role. Matthew Modine from Funky Monkey? Episode 9 of Monkey Club? Oh, man. Go listen to Monkey Club. What other podcasts have I not plugged yet? I guess just Kiana Club. we got to come up with a way to, to, to lump Kiana in here. I, I'm, um, I don't know. I might have. Oh, no, we talked about Speed. Matrix Reloaded. We talked about okay. that a lot. And the bus. There was a bus and the in bus. this movie. Bus Speed. from Speed. The bus from Speed's in this movie, but Keanu's not. 
He cannot get over that fence. That guy looks like Stanley Tucci. He does. The Tucci is loose. He's loose in this flick. Here we go. This looks good. Good stunt double. Whoop. Oh, he just got hit by that car. Nudged. Oof. This guy gets obliterated. Oh, dummy. Oh, wow. Yep. That was a good one. The sound effects, especially. Dragging him. Yep. Still getting dragged. Brutal. In parentheses, panting. It's moments like that. Mama said there'd be days like this. Sort of elevate this stuff. And it proves that they're trying to take it seriously, and then I kind of take it a little more seriously. Turns out, Chase was not as good as he remembered, but <laughs> I did remember the guy getting hit brutally by a car, because I remember it being like a hard R, like that's like an yeah. intense, like a whack getting dragged by the 4x4. Dutch angle. Again, I'm surprised. This woman was raped six and a half months ago by a stranger. That she like, just why like, you... goes with this dude, takes him by his word, sits in the back seat. But I'm also surprised that the action stuff so far, let's call it that, the, the car stuff, yep. is so well done that the rest of this is, isn't as well done. Wait, what car stuff? Like the, like the scene, like the scene we just watched. Uh, yep. Running across the highway, the guy before falling oh, off the freeway. Oh, like, you mean like actually having like a mid-range budget versus no money at all? No, well, I mean, being able to pull that stuff off, but then like this isn't working for me. Like that just felt really flat. Like this is sort of an action scene and her moment, and it just felt kind of wasted. Well, it's supposed to be tense, but it just doesn't carry that weight. Right, right. I'm just, so I'm surprised how uneven it's it's revealing itself me um always there for you whatever this oh newspaper <gasps> oh, oh here we go here he's sneaking yep. sneaking in oh man this is great I don't know why I love this part so much but about halfway through it. I think it was for The Rock so I think that was like episode 28 or something <laughs> what an idiot um, <laughs> he just walked in uh huh I started putting a picture from each episode as my cover photo on Facebook and so I kind of remember when we get to a shot in the movie when uh-huh. that picture was, like, you know, that frame was my picture. So, like, for Superman, it was, like, the, the stills of him, yeah. like, actually looking good. That's, That's it. it. Suspect it's, wanted. It's him on a newspaper holding <laughs> the newspaper in his hand. So suspect wanted. I knew we were getting to it close. In Trespass, it's when he's on that table and he's got the knife stuck in the wood next oh, to him. Oh, nice. Trespass. The diamonds. Look at him just, like, kind of... He did that thing where he just sort of put, like, two fingers up to the side of his head and looked down as he walked well, to across... to be fair, the... there's probably hundreds of employees there. They all don't know anybody, and he's wearing a badge. He's got credentials, so... It's true, and everyone is doing their job, and they're not really looking at him. I'm just... It's... It's funny. That's all. To me. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just kind of funny. Like, why even do that? Why not just walk through, like, with confidence? Like you said, he has the badge. Like, why try to not look conspicuous? Why not just look inconspicuous? Really good question. Really good question. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about how, like, 
that two minutes of muted. Like, I'm gonna sound like a crazy person for two minutes well, talking we'll to see nobody. What that's, I mean, <laughs> you might be able to hear me through you. You're gonna hear it like faintly in the background. Yeah. Sorry, that's something we'll have to keep an eye on for the future, or at least that's I why I keep like scrolling to the right. Look, we're still getting the hang of this podcast. Yeah. We've only Wherever done like this, hundreds of these. Even if this turns out to be like that 10th or 20th one that gets released, this is only like the 4th or 5th one we've recorded, so... A good book. You could either, at the end, you could either listen to them in the order they're released the or the order they're recorded. We'll give you your option. You can figure that out somehow. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing he's a teacher. She's like, wait a minute. You're not the guy I work across from for the past 15 years. What are you doing there at Joe's seat? This is wonderful. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, I've worked here late every night. Oh, by for the, the past way, six I years. see your face on the cover of today's issue. <laughs> the one that I wrote the cover story for. Aren't you that guy that uh, I've reported on? No, she's if she's the only one in the newsroom, she's not writing cover stories. She's writing like obituaries or well, no. Wouldn't she be water. part of the midnight oil to make sure that like it's her fifth draft of what not, needs to uh, be not alone. on press? Not alone. Well. In the midnight hour, she cries right. more, more, more. Here she goes. Hey, she uh, Tony, you know, uh, you know that guy on the cover of today's newspaper? He's here. <laughs> Should we uh, do something about that? Wait, whose newspaper? Our newspaper? The one that we work for? We still publish newspapers? This is actually, Eerie. this period in time, 2011, yeah. is kind of the decline of newspapers, like, really precipitously, like, woo, going downhill, until, apparently now, there's like, the, yeah. the New York Times is way on oh, the upswing. Spotlight up. did that. <laughs> That's how most of I feel about it, is like, Spotlight made newspapers popular again, and like, now we want good reporting Spotlight again. Spotlight was so good that it made me regret giving up journalism. Well, you're kind of a journalist in, really. in a way. Well, you know, I write. you're applying your skills to podcasting. But I'm not like going around interviewing people and being like, tell me about the kids you diddled. <laughs> no, I suppose we don't get that personal with our guests. You never go that far. I just, I feel like the coat check guy, this is why I feel like, you know, the coat check guy should be like a bouncer. Because anyone could just walk in and steal a coat, and yeah, but nobody has the confidence of a Nicholas Cage. But look at that guy, the top hat scrawny man that's just standing there. What is? Who's he really going to stop? Oh right, his crazy like pimped out Hummer, like blasting rap music. Because he just stole a coat, so it's whatever is in the coat, whatever the car is going to be. The slip in the coat. Oh, Escalade. I'm sorry, not Hummer. No, close enough, right? I, I mean, was racist. No, I, I had a fifty-fifty shot. No, I mean, you know, I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger made the Hummer popular, <laughs> and it's all his fault as to why it became like a uh, 
Did he? Mar- marketed. Yeah, I mean, I remember like he started in a driving movie or it in real life. In no, real life. in real life, like he's like, "Oh, the Hummer's fantastic! Did I get that from the military? They're, they're wonderful. They gave me one, and all this, and all that, and everything." And then the and then it's just like it was everywhere. Then there was the H two. Then the H three. I don't even know what that is. The Hummer two and the Hummer three. I know, but the, but they just looked less and less like a Hummer and more like a I, real car. And I then don't eventually, know. it's just like we should just stop because by the Hummer six, it's just going to be like the a Hummer uh, sedans. Yeah. Like eventually, it's just there's the Superdome. That's where the Saints play. They don't really. They didn't use New Orleans as a city. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Sometimes well, that's it's why, like, good. Sometimes like, it's bad. But this time, I don't feel like it's that great. I don't have like a good sense of where I am. So, like, if it wasn't so cheap to shoot in New Orleans, if we didn't know that this was shot in New Orleans, and we, you didn't just didn't say know, New Orleans Post, yeah. Like the beginning of the movie where they're Mardi Gras, it's like so Mardi Gras that it feels like it's not Mardi Gras. It's like yeah, like let's all Mardi be wearing Gras. beads and masks and have a party and like it's, really make it seem like it's Mardi Gras, even though it's it, we're shooting yeah. in Vancouver. Yeah, that's whoa. Are they shooting in Vancouver? In I don't know. One? Let's find out. I feel like they really shot down there. I in, think they did. Uh, There's no reason for them not to. But you know what? That parade didn't feel as bad as say the Pay the Ghost. For some reason, at night they, they um, well, not for some reason. I mean, there is a Halloween parade in New York City, but the one in Pay the Ghost is not the way it works. Like that's how. I <laughs> just, you know, they me... go to like Chinatown, and there's like the I don't know. Oh, this is good too because this is between the time that the paper gets delivered, right? And then the guy recognizes him after. Did you know this movie was formally called The Hungry Rabbit Jumps? No, they could. It not. was also known as Just Justice. Oh man, man, oh man! You cannot call this movie The Hungry Rabbit Jumps. It made twelve million dollars in theaters. Okay, so it was released. Twelve million. That's rough. What did this cost? I gotta look up one thing at a time. Seeking justice. The featured review on IMDb gives it a seven, which I feel is fine. Yeah, that's good. I mean, this is on the. This is higher on the scale. Filming locations. Era. New Orleans, Louisiana. French Quarter, New Orleans, Louisiana. Superdome, New Orleans, Louisiana. So they filmed down there. Yeah. Budget seventeen million. Wait, hold on. Yo. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. Seventeen million. But I think we talked about this. I think I remember me like it was way too much. Opening weekend by country, it made two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh. But then gross by country two weeks later was forty one thousand. Maybe that's just the third weekend. With those numbers, it did not make twelve million. Hold on. Time to go to the third. <laughs> Someone's someone fudging some <laughs> Oh man! What is All right, this? So he just broke into the storage unit where there's a boat. Oh, yeah, I'm not even watching the movie anymore. I'm just looking at my phone. No, I'm trying to follow along here. I don't know either. Here come the papers. Oh, that's why it made four hundred eleven thousand dollars in the U.S. from page color, eleven point nine million worldwide. Oh, so this right. movie was like big overseas ish, not yeah, big. Yeah, well, like, Cage has a following. He's a worldwide China. phenomenon. Not just China though. I feel like Europe as well. Like you know, we know in like England, we've been you know, there's 
we know of fans out there. Um, you know, check out the Arsenal episode where we Ed Jefferson. Yeah. Well, he wasn't really a fan of ours. He just no. He just... I'm just saying they're Cage fans. I'm not saying our fans. I'm saying there are Cage fans there. Okay, here we're gonna play a game because this is whatever. No, I'm watching it. I know. Uh, so Lock, when, box, when this movie opened technology. in theaters, okay, it opened in 26th place in theaters. Okay. How many of the movies above it do you think you can name? Oh, no. Let's not play this live on a commentary. There are three movies that came out the same week. It opened number four of new releases. So this came out March 16th, 2012. Hmm. See if you can get five. No, there's no way. Just give me the top there's five. A, there's a Cage movie in there. Well, it's got to be Drive Angry, right? Because that's no. the only one that was out. Oh, it's the 20, other. It's the other. Oh. It's a spiritual prequel to Drive Angry. Oh, it's a Ghost Rider movie. Spirit of Vengeance. Mm. That was Feed number me seventeen. Jesus. Number one that week was a new release, Twenty One Jump Street. Oh no, that's then, a funny movie, but that's forty nine million. Week. Okay. Then number two is The Lorax, starring Zac Efron. Oh, look at that, Zac Attack. I never saw Lorax. Did you cover it yet? Yep, we did it. Dutch Angles. Then John Carter. Then oh, John Carter of Mars? No, just John Carter. Let's not be let's not be specific about it. Let's not make it so that anybody wants to go see it. Then Project X, but not the Matthew Broderick monkey movie. Oh, then the too bad. Movie. Then don't see it. And then Act of Valor. I don't remember Act of Valor. It must have been a war film or something. Let's see. Are there any other notable... It sounds like a tough week. This chase sequence is just so boring. Oh, they're playing chicken. That's why I'm looking at my phone. Oh, he won that game of chicken. Look at that. Oh. See? All this car... Whoa! That car just got severed. All these stunts and action is good. I feel that's like they needed to... That's why it cost $17 million. To, they needed to pump it up. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm kind of disappointed with like the rest of it. It's too slow now. I thought it was really going to... I mean, he... He goes out and he's doing lots of stuff and he's out and about and this and that and stuff, but most of it is just like buying drinks for guys and sneaking into the newspaper offices and arguing with his wife over the phone. He's How many screens is open on? Absorb what's happened. This is on 231 screens, which is kind nice. of a lot. CD player. Wait, how, he can watch like videos. Oh, it's a DVD player. Oh, built this, into this his car. This is like a key plot point. Well, it's a good thing he has a DVD player built into his car like that. Well, I mean, it's it's, no, it's, it's a good thing he sold a jacket with an Escalade. That's basically. Yeah. That's crazy. I did not. Oh, Humanity Reason Justice, A Hungry Rabbit Jumps. I never picked up on any of this. I must have tuned all this out the first time or just blocked it out because we just were burning through. Wait, so explain to me what's your revelation? What Hungry Rabbit Jumps means. Which means what? Oh, man. Something justice? Rewind. Yeah, like each word. Humanity Reason Justice? (laughs) Yeah. 
Like humanity hungry. But that's not what it stands for. Just like justice jumps. That's stupid. That's the code. Is that the name of their organization? I don't know if that's the name of their organization, but that is why they say the hungry rabbit jumps. H R J. H R Giger. H R Giger. There's a good. There was a good Giger documentary on Netflix. I don't know if it's still. I up just there. like Matt Gorley as H R Giger on Comedy Bang Bang and stuff. Does he? Does he? Does he speak German? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He he talks in a very heavy accent. Because uh, Giger has like such a distinct voice. I feel. Um, his house is amazing. Oh, and it, okay, so that's oh, that's, there you go. There's a journalist. Okay, so this is like bef- this how happened before the movie started, and then it goes into that car accident where he's pushed off. The, oh, oh, all the usual suspects. Guy Pierce is following him too. Hmm. Oh, seen with his buddy Harold. How can they know each other? I was going to play H.R. Giger for you, but I realized that's going to sound terrible on a pop. Well, I don't know if it's going to sound terrible. Well, we'll see how it plays. Let's, let's fast forward this a little bit. <laughs> let's, let's. Pretty close. Well, he knows Jimmy's in on it. Everybody's in on it. I know, but he knows and Jimmy's trying to deny it. Not trying to deny it, I mean. He joined 15 fucking years ago? When well, you can never get out. Once but, you get in, you can never like get out. But he's like a well-adjusted teacher. But that's the thing, like, did they plan his wife's rape to get him into this organization. Oh, was, that's terrible. I don't I don't know. Or was that a guy that owed them something and it was like rape this girl and we'll let you out? And it's like how was that I'm so confused. Or was it just circumstance, like happenstance like I, like, I think it was happenstance. They're taking advantage of the situation. Either way they're, freak out. they're preying on unfortunate circumstances like ooh woman just yeah. got raped let's go get the oh, husband so horrible how are they making money off of all this because that's why you do things right like why else are they doing this are they making money off of him I think it's better to not <laughs> question it <laughs> but that would be so great if like they just rob him blind <laughs> well Guy Pierce is just like a trust fund baby he's still got his moonshining money from Wallace it's accrued over the years alright alright he hasn't spent all of his money on his tattoos yet all over his body. Man, this car is kicking ass. Hungry Wait, jumps. Is, Hungry he being, jumps. is he being carjacked? Oh, okay, okay. How <laughs> did you know? Everybody's in on it. Dumb shit. I got this a gun is, too. This is the next key. I know, I know, I know, but it's... Why are they using them to target each other if they're all... Oh. But keep in mind, it took Cage six months. He's only been, like, in his role for, like, less than a week, probably. And, and there's already, already a guy, like, ready to kill him. Wow. It's wild. But I wouldn't think that they would use people they wanted to kill their old... 
agents, like I would feel like they'd use professional killers or kill them themselves. That they only use their agents to kill well, other I feel innocents. Like it's, I feel like it's sort of like compared to the Sopranos, like Tony doesn't get his hands dirty, but he's not, so he's not, like they're not, like Paulie's not out killing people. No. They have their lower guys. Yeah. So like they can all just sort of like, you know, so like right. if, if this guy gets, he kills Cage and he gets popped, there's no way to link him to... True. But then again, you get a situation like this where the guy you're trying to kill knows who set you up and can either talk you out of it or overpower you, whereas if it was like, say, you know, Hitman guy. Yeah, the Stanley Tucci, you know, he would do it from a distance with a sniper rifle and just get it over with nice and Perhaps clean. like in an abandoned mall <laughs> where we're trying. going to right now. We're getting there, right? The big showdown, the climax, is only like 10 minutes left or something. No, we got about 20 minutes in this movie. No way. Yep. We watch all the credits, too. We, yeah, we gotta watch all the credits. We gotta find more to... hidden scenes. Did you know that in the original Matrix credits, I was reading this as we watched Reloaded this morning. Okay. There is apparently a password steak, S-E-A-K, like the food steak. Right, that's safe that eats. unlocks something, but like it's in the credits hmm. that it was used in, I think, either Enter the Matrix or some like alternate reality game that cool. unlocked something else. Like It was just like this very complicated, convoluted whatever. When I watched Reloaded this week, I, I just let the credits run to listen to like the new music and I was doing stuff and I forgot that they had the teaser trailer for the next movie at the end of that. This is a cool fact I'm going to bring this up back on the podcast. They originally wanted to release those movies within a matter of weeks of each other oh, not man. months. Yeah. But I guess I don't know if it's a studio or whatever. Also very it's interesting. probably like distributors too they would just want to space that shit out more and drain it for all it's worth. Yeah. Um, also interesting the Wachowskis were apparently approached to direct Batman Begins and turned it down to do the Reloaded and Revolutions. Wow, that long ago. I can you imagine? Mm, no, I cannot imagine. Let them do Batman now with Affleck. Give them the new Batman. I hope they're not fighting, because one of them left Sensei. I don't know. They're going through... They're going. They're, they're, well, they're, they're living more life than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they're producing so much work. There we go. She back. But she's only back now to be abducted, right? I don't know, but she's pretty. So on Dexter, she plays Dexter's sister, and then in real life, she married Michael C. Hall. There you go. That's creepy. What's so creepy about that? That's not, that's just, not creepy. They but together. then they got divorced while the show was still going on. So then there were like these really like uh, intimate scenes at the end. That's difficult. Yes. Yeah. I mean that's mm, yeah, it's always tough because it you know if it affects the show. But it was fine. Never way. I don't remember this monster truck. This is at the Superdome, so this is why they're filming at the Superdome. This was like this whole thing. And they're like, yeah, this just come next do. door to the mall. Oh, so this is Cage doing his scavenger hunt stuff yep. thing now on on Guy Pierce. So he just wanted to watch him squirm for a while. Buy popcorn. Give this kid a cotton candy. Man, now I'm hungry. Popcorn, cotton candy, all that stuff. Purple. There you go. Cage's favorite color. Cage is driving the monster truck. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ghost Rider's Whoa, jumping it. Ear. It'd be funny if he, if, if he was watching a Ghost Rider show, like a Johnny Blaze stunt spectacular. <laughs> or, like a Ryan Gosling in Place Beyond the Pines oh, right. on the motorcycle. I saw a guy do that once at the actual That's circus. Crazy. That's crazy. The Ringling Brothers Circus when I was a little kid, when it was still legal. R.I.P. Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. Yeah. Just Shout it. out to all those animals. They should just do the stunt stuff. I mean, there's plenty of things to do with just clowns and acrobats and guys on motorcycles. You don't need animals at a circus, per se. Is that why they closed down? I think Animal so. Animal rights because are just no all money. the animal stuff. And no one wanted to see that. I don't want to see that these days, per se. I mean, it also... Or because I feel our like country's a free ele- circus. Well, that, too. There's enough. But I feel like the elephants, once they had to let all the elephants go, then that was the beginning of the end. Cage sneaking up on them. Oh yeah, yeah. Now you know what it's like. Yeah. I guess there's no one for guy. There's no one in Guy Pierce's life for Cage to sort of get a hold of and blackmail him with. We got to put those glasses back on. Do they just tell everybody? That they're pedophiles, that they're child pornographers, and, but and child pornography like that is some eight, like eight millimeter. That guy, that Max California, the exactly. machine. Exactly, like we go into some, we see some real pornographers in that. And uh, speaking of Tony, isn't Tony Soprano in that? Yeah, um, is he an eight millimeter? Yeah, isn't he the guy that have, he, they go out to the shack and well, I don't remember. Anyway, we'll get there. But there's a lot of crazy in that movie. I don't remember. This anyway. My point is, this dude did not look like a child pornographer. Like, but that's you know, exactly the look a child pornographer would have. I suppose. Yeah. To blend in. But you're right. I mean, they could have just said that he was like, you know, a dangerous man in another way and. It does seem like their go-to excuse. Like this is also a movie that uses rape as a plot device. So, like going to child pornographer as like this guy's the bad guy is like you know not this, too much of a stretch. This looks like a mall post Dawn of the Dead zombie outbreak. Like after the mall's been cleared out, or just <laughs> like, a mall post Katrina. Well, I know that's what it actually is. <laughs> I'm just trying to make light of it. It's also great how convenient all the people here, you know. Or is it's like everybody he needs to kill decided to show up in one convenient place. There's the mention of his sister. Oh right, Jennifer Carpenter's not his sister. No, no, no. His no. They could have. They could have very easily. That's what that we well, were that's saying. What we were saying. She should yes. have been his sister. Mm-hmm. I I remember now because that's what you were saying before that we see her. We see his sister and knowing a sister on the phone in this one. I forgot, like, the billiards, yeah, I called my sister, blah, blah, blah. I feel like he, aside from the brothers in uh, Trapped in Paradise, I feel like there's one or two other instances, but it's just very, it's just kind of crazy how he doesn't have siblings. Even the ones that we've recorded since then that I forgot it was, like, a thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. It just emerged as a thing. Dutch angles? Everything's askew. Because everyone's thinking askew. No one's thinking straight. <laughs> it, no, I was, I, was, I was laughing that if Jared Leto shot a movie, this is how he would shoot it. 100% oh, because Dutch it, angles. Because it's, it's so all twisted. twisted. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, wow. Harold Perrineau. I forgot See, about that. This, this is good action stuff. They go on the slide. Oh, they break through some glass. People are getting shot. Some squibs. Throwing around. This movie still lost money, but like it kind of came close. I mean, this this couldn't have been marketed. No, that's the problem. Is there's no way to market this movie. You could definitely cut together a cool trailer of this, though. Yeah. Oh man, you got iced hard. This movie does, like, ramp up the violence. I remember talking about that. I remember thinking about, like, for the most part, like, it's kind of tame. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, like, gory, gory stuff. Yeah, it gets it, it, it gets explosive. And I wish there was more of that. I wish there was more energy into it. it I didn't remember it being so slow. Because with the language that they use and the violence in some scenes, and I think we even talked about this in the podcast, they know that they were going for an R. So, like, why not go for yeah, an R the entire time? Yeah, you're going for it anyway. Push it all the way. Like they're doing here at the end, you know? I really feel like all this stuff is working. All the chase stuff, she just got smashed into glass. sticking GoPros by all glass and breaking all that glass, like... I know, but the energy is working and the... The scene is working, and it, I'm feeling what they want me to feel here. Like I know that you want to do this. Just like, look at him; he's going him through. Nuts. He's he's going to beat that guy to death, which is a cage thing, you know, beating someone with his bare hands. Got wild at heart. He opens the movie beating some guy to death with his bare hands. Here we go Sailor down the escalator. Wrestling. That's got to hurt. I mean, like if it actually happened to you, those escalator steps hurt you're not just gonna stand up and just grab your gun such heavy breathing there we go she's been to the gun it's a range. good thing that we saw that's like you know yeah there's that check one off, check off shooting range <laughs> that one scene of her at the range and she's not a good shot but like she's been there a few times. Angle though. your stance like this. Now you can shoot a gun. We haven't seen it, but between scenes, she's been going to the range and practicing. She had six months to learn, I guess. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, she... Yeah. No, she got the gun after she healed. That's true. So she's had, like, a week to Six learn. days. Well, he's in on it, too. He's the reporter, right? But he lets them go. He's the reporter's like, he a cop. No, he was a reporter, right? Because he... Oh, no, he is the cop. I thought he was the guy at the... You're right. He's the cop. But he is the guy who was in on it. It's the guy... He's, this is the cop who let him go. He's like the more of the mastermind, I feel. Like, he's even deeper than... The other guy. That's awful generous of you, mister. I guess they wanted... I guess they wanted those two guys out of the way, too. See? Well, I think they were getting a little bit too big for their bridges. Like, right, now this guy can be in charge. Or regain more control. Like, why cages? Like, why would I want to join you guys? Like, what the... F- How do you even make money? You're so wrapped up on the money Well, I mean, I, at least I get with, like, Project Mayhem, they sell soap, you know? And they do other stuff. They work day jobs and whatever. I mean, they're more of a cult, I guess. They all live together so they can pool the resources, but it just seems like these guys, they're a network 
they need funding. They've got all the black trucks. They've got the gear. They've got you know all the video camera stuff. Where's the, where's the funding coming from? <laughs> I feel like they're all just like private, like black ops, you know, Blackwater. <laughs> Maybe if there was just like we'd learned that there was a senator in charge. Oh, I love this too. Same mugshot from the newspaper. <laughs> Will Gerard innocent? Area man found not guilty of accidentally killing a guy. Even though Marsh was also innocent of what he was thought to be guilty of, he and still died. It turns died. out that the guy that he killed was also innocent. <laughs> so, Wait so, a minute. Unfortunately, an innocent guy still died. Go Nolan's post. Oh, see, I knew that one of the reporters was in on it. See? Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> it doesn't right. help that he looks just like the cop. <laughs> no, you know, no offense, bald white guys, but y'all look alike. This guy from the bar, I think, right? Yep. By the way, the hungry rabbit jumps. Wink. Credits roll. <laughs> Be great if at the very end of the credits. Oh, what? Hey, what are you? Where are we? Canada? No, this was shot in New Orleans, not Vancouver. Who dat? Look how he leaned, like turned around, like. <laughs> I do want to point out that, like, I take a lot of shit. Not really. I, I sort of bring it on myself. That, like, for instance, in the gift which we just released today, as you're listening to this, I talk about how I think that Kate Blanchett looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, because I just confuse people with hair. Okay. And you're the one here saying, like, all... <laughs> oh, yeah, Hodge, in parentheses, rapist, was played by Alex Van. Um, all bald guys look alike. All bald white guys look the same, which, yeah, for the most part, but, like... Not just white bald guys. I mean, all bald guys, yeah. period. Rabbit number two, J. Omar Castro. Oh, man, the rabbits. That would have been cool if they were called the rabbits. But the dead rabbits. It's a lot of stunt people. Um... No, I, yeah, I hear you. Uh, I should not, yeah, lump them all together there. I do, I do wish like it's going so slowly. I know. Well, they're stretching it out for like ten minutes, four minutes. And, uh, I hope at the end there's like a rabbit. Like they just cut to a rabbit. It doesn't even have to jump. This music isn't helping either. It's like. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. Just, you're like, it's it kind of like Night in the City score, just background. Mr. Cage's think, hairstyling and makeup. You'd think Ilona that this, there, there wasn't any like song, like you'd think there'd be like a song for the closing credits with lyrics or something. But this movie doesn't have any songs like that in it. There's no, like, popular music in it. Do you watch the show Love on Netflix with Paul no, Russell and Gillian Jacobs? I have not gotten to that. So what they do, what their group of friends in the show does, is they get together and they come up with theme songs and closing themes from movies that don't have lyrics. Okay. So like Carlito's <laughs> Way. Like, they huh. have a song for Carlito's Way. So, like, they just need to get together and come they up with a closing theme exactly what I'm for talking. Seeking Justice. Yep. That's what I mean. Love season two, I think, is coming to Netflix sometime this month or maybe March. So it's very good. Prop makers, painters. It's very good, especially because it co-stars or you know one of the supporting people is 
Claudia O'Doherty, a.k.a. you might know her as the contest winner extraordinaire oh, on the podcast, yeah. who always wins uh, contests so that her mother yeah. can get her out of the house and get her out of Australia. Yeah. I'm here in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Plus, now that uh, our country's at war with Australia, maybe we, we, maybe we can't see her anymore. I'm glad she's still alive. On the last episode I heard her on, she only had like a few minutes left to live. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, she might... Uh, her character <laughs> might be dead. But, you know, she's she's the best. She was also in... She's been in a lot of things. Was she in Ghostbusters? I think she might have been in Ghostbusters. Hmm, who would she be in that? Answer the call? No clue. Was there like a bachelorette party in that? I don't think so. Hold they on. go to a concert. Claudia... Oh, no, she was in Trainwreck. That's what it was. Train wreck. Oh, okay. Because there's that barely remember there's like that baby shower or something. All right. Oh man, these credits are just putting me to sleep. I wish there was more going on. It's just so the music has turned into a spa now. I like that we just watched like an hour forty one of a B movie, basically, and we're like, can't wait for these three minutes of credits to be over. Well, I just, I mean, I guess you don't really have to jazz up the credits, but uh, if the point of them is to watch them, you want to do something to them. I mean, you don't have to go, you know, speaking of Ghostbusters answer the call, you don't have to go that far. I mean, you know, the credits <laughs> are out of control in that movie, but you got to maybe do something. It's just, it's very traditional it's the one thing I feel about movies that it's like no touchy don't don't want to change this like end credits are just supposed to be boring and lists well what's weird is if you think about what credits used to be like I just watched Bedtime for Bonzo hmm. there used to be Club. barely any all the credits were up front yeah and then it just like, ended when, like the movie ends the movie yeah. ends yeah a lot of stuff up until the 80s was still like that Compare that to, for instance, Matrix Reloaded, which he keeps bringing up. Mm-hmm. That movie's two hours and eighteen minutes long. The credits start at two oh seven. Like oh if there's God, like eleven minutes, a... there's nineteen hundred something people in the yeah. credits. I think something like Roger Rabbit has like a ten minute credit sequence, and that was a record for the time. There we go. Makes sense. The end. And now we're seeing justice. Okay. So come back next time. I know the next ones that we're recording, but I don't know what the next one we're releasing is. So come back whenever. I mean, this is not the first one we're releasing, so. Whatever the cadence, whatever the timing is of these releases, yeah. come back for the next one. Well, thank you. Bye.